Hello, I'm Jordan McCarthy, and you're listening to The Swerve Podcast. This time around, we've got an Ireland Read special, featuring a number of writers from the Cork Prose Collective, which is run by Cork County Library and coordinated by poet Matthew Geedon. In this episode, we'll hear from Nick Smith, Janet Heron, Donald Hayes, Sue O'Connor, and Assumpta Kern, who will be talking about the joys and wonder of reading. It is Ireland Reads weekend, and people of Ireland and further afield are being asked to squeeze in a read. It's a national day to celebrate reading. Why? Because taking time for yourself to relax and do the things you enjoy, such as reading, is important to help look after your mental well-being. So be sure to pick up a book on Saturday the 25th of February, if you don't regularly do so already, and squeeze in a read. Ireland Reads is an initiative of the Government of Ireland. It's funded by Healthy Ireland and supported by public libraries and many organisations that promote literacy and the arts. Visit your library, visit your bookshop, go and see some events. Our Swerve contributors are reading in Skibbereen Library on Saturday at 3pm, while in Cork City Library it's the launch of Cork Words 3. Let's head west to Kinsale. Donald Hayes recalls fond memories of reading as a kid, from PJ Woodhouse to Edgar Wallace. He'll be reading more of the same this weekend for Ireland Reads. When I was a child, my dad was a huge Edgar Wallace fan, or Edger Wallace as he called him, and he passed that love on to me. I would sit in my bedroom in suburban Bishopstown and see the mysterious dame that just walked into the gumshoe's office. She entered the room like a gust of wind, her presence commanding attention from all of the room. She was tall and slim with long, dark hair that cascaded down her back like a waterfall. I loved him dearly and read a book a week until once more my dad introduced me to P.G. Woodhouse. I moved from the P.I.'s office in Chicago to the rolling hills of Blanding Castle and the bumbling young aristocrats getting mixed up in ridiculous social and romantic predicaments. He looked as if he'd been poured into his clothes and had forgotten to say when, Jeeves remarked. Or, she fitted into my biggest armchair as if it had been built around her by someone who knew they were wearing armchairs tighter on the hips that season. Jeeves and Worcester and leave it to Smith. In my twenties, I stumbled into Hunter S. Thompson and P.J. O'Rourke and the Gonzo journalists. It was non-fiction, a bit right-wing and irreverent, but I was hooked. Call on God, Thompson once said, but roar away from the rocks. I evolved from the Gonzos to the essays, essayists, like David Foster Wallace, of course, Malcolm Gladwell and Joan Didion. I travelled the world with Bill Bryce and Jonathan Rabin and Paul Theroux, from small town America to literary Paris to being lost on planet China. And, as Bill Bryson said, I became quietly seized with that nostalgia that overcomes you when you have reached the middle of your life and your father has recently died and it dawns you that when he went, he took some of you with him. This weekend, I will take the afternoon off, and with a paperback in my arse pocket, I will go to the Greyhound. I'll have a pint of Murphy's, sit by the fire, and with unabashed nostalgia, I will start on the four just men. As PJ Rourke once said, always read something that will make you look good if you die in the middle of it. It's on to Balan Collig next, and to Sue O'Connor, who has a very fitting choice for Ireland Reads, given that the Six Nations Rugby Championship is also ongoing at the moment. 
This week for Ireland Reads, I'll be continuing to read uh, Ian McGinley's story, Second Sight. It's the story of the Irish rugby player who lost his sight in one eye in a game and his path took a different direction and um, he triumphed really and it's just a really interesting read. I wouldn't be huge, um, wouldn't have a huge knowledge of rugby rules don't ask me what a forward pass means but I'm really interested in the behind the scenes and the psychology of sport and stuff like that so that's a good read um a group of us are reading Ulysses um for a few months we've parceled out the book into sections over six months until June um so we're ticking off the episodes as we go along and it's a really nice thing to kind of do because it's not that overwhelming and we can kind of support each other and there's a lot of online resources to help if we're um, a little bit lost. So that's on the back burner every few days, dipping into that. And also my 10 year old is um, on her curriculum in school. They just had a section of um, under the hawthorn tree and I never actually read it. So I said we try and read it together. So we have a book each. So we're both um, reading that which is a really nice thing to do and it's really important I think for kids to know and appreciate that episode of our history and um it's really well written for kids and I for me as well just to to um read it from a kid's portrayal it's really really good so that's where I'm at and I hope everyone enjoys talking into a book this weekend. Kerry native Assumpta Curran believes that libraries are perhaps the greatest places on the planet that's where her love of reading began. Here she talks about that, and she's also got a really great Cork-based thriller to recommend. I've been reading since childhood, and I have very happy memories of um, family trips to the library in Tralee, where I grew up, um, returning big bundles of books, and the excitement of going in to pick out new books for the week ahead, or maybe it was a fortnight at the time, can't remember. Um, and, you know, very happy memories of um, bringing books to the beach throughout the summer and going to friends' houses and swapping books and all fantastic memories of reading as a child. I actually have very fond memories of being read to also. Um, and I think, you know, that's a very special memory to have and it's something you definitely hold on to for life. Um, I wouldn't say that I've always been an avid reader um, I, you know, would dip in and out, I think, as life went on. And um, I've always had an appetite, though, for a good story and um, moved rapidly from Nancy Drew to the Hardy Boys and on to Mills and Boone and on to then, you know, I would say the Irish writers, John B. Keane and Maeve Binchy. And my mother would have been a huge fan of both. And my father then would have read John Grisham and a lot of Westerns. Um, so I found that um, the the genre that I was um, attracted to and had huge appeal for me was um, crime fiction. So thrillers in particular. And now I read a lot of psychological thrillers. Um, in particular, I'm drawn to books that have a completely unexpected plot twist. I love that style of um, writing and storytelling. 
So um, Claire McIntosh does it very well and her book, um, I Let You Go, is a very good example of this um, genre. Um, there's a twist in that book that um, nobody, nobody could see coming. As a matter of fact, when I read it, I ended up going backwards rather than forwards saying, oh, I've definitely skipped something, I've missed something. But I hadn't. It was just so expertly done um, that it was just undetectable. Um, I'm reading at the moment a book by the Cork writer Catherine Ryan Howard. Um, she uh, gave a masterclass last week in UCC and I was lucky to um, attend it. And um, I had read a book of hers recently, 56 Days, and really enjoyed it. And somebody after the class said, oh, but have you read The Nothing Man? I presume you have. And I said, no, actually, I haven't. And he said, oh, you have to read it. So I started reading it on Tuesday, I think. And um, I'm over halfway through it. And um, all I can say is I'm not one usually to panic about doors being locked or check doors or but my god every door and window is being checked at the moment because the nothing man has me on the edge of my seat so I'm dying to read the rest of it and see what happens because it's very very well written and you know great old twists so far in it so I don't know what's ahead and I look forward to um to finding out Going back to West Cork and Nick Smith. Nick's love of reading began at home also with his writer mum. Ever since, reading has become very much an everyday necessity. My mother told me that she was reading to me before I could talk. She too read constantly and was also a writer of children's stories. I was immersed from an early age and I owe her my gratitude for her commitment. As I grew older, I became aware of individual styles of writing, which unlocked the different ways that stories might be constructed. But reading is a constant. If I don't read for a day or two, I feel as though something fundamental is being denied. I always have one, if not two books on the go, with different styles of writing. Reading liberates and develops my imagination and demonstrates the versatility of the written word. I'm reading two books at the moment. One is Nora by Nuala O'Connor, and the other is Salamaris by my favourite all-time author, Cormac McCarthy. Together with ten other writers, I shall be reading one of my own short pieces in Skibbering Library this coming Saturday the 25th at 3pm. Janet Heron is from Cantork in North Cork. The libraries of North Cork are where Janet devoured books as a kid, and after a long break, she returned to reading and loves it more than ever. I've been reading for as long as I can remember. I read every book I think in the children's section in Mallow Library and when I'd go on holidays to my granny's I'd read all her back issues of Ireland's own and um, I just read 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 all my life. Um, I lived in France so I read in French which was challenging but wonderful and I really love modern fiction. I love reading all Irish writers, especially women writers. I stopped reading 
for about 10 years because my kids were small and I hadn't time to wash my face. So once I started back, I started back with vigour and as well as visiting the library quite often. I'm lucky to have Cantork Bookshop just down the road and Breda there will order whatever I want and is always really helpful. And um, so I hope everyone has great fun reading this weekend because I certainly will. Enjoy. That concludes our Ireland Read Special. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to squeeze in a read this Saturday the 25th of February for Ireland Reads. Thanks for listening.